With working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one high-wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hello, High Wire Woman. It's Rosanna Berardi here with another fun episode of the High Wire Woman podcast. So today we're going to talk about spending money to go faster. And I'm going to ask you, can you really afford to not spend the money on some of the things in your life? So for those of you that know me, I've been an immigration lawyer for 24 years, and I've been managing my own firm for the last 16 In the middle of those 16 years, I've gotten married, built a house, had our beautiful son, Salvatore, and I have grown and scaled my firm from just me and one client to a law firm that has a few offices around the globe and about 20 employees. And for years, and even now, people ask me, how do you do it? How do you travel so much? How are you present in your son's life in a meaningful way? How do you do it? Well, I'll tell you how. Here is my magic solution. I hope you're all listening and taking notes. I spend money on things and services to go faster, to get more done. I know the big eye roll, the collective eye roll from all of you. You're all like, of course she does. She's a lawyer, of course. But so many women tell me I can't afford that or I can clean my own house for $100. Why should I spend money on something I can do. And a long time ago, someone told me, well, you may be able to do a task. It doesn't mean you should. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about the true cost of doing everything yourself and quote unquote, saving that money that you don't want to spend. So close your eyes just for a minute. Think about your average day or think about what you did yesterday. If you're a working woman You are generally expected to do the following in no particular order. Wake up early to exercise and meditate, hydrate, walk 10,000 steps, eat plant-based meals, plan dinner, look fashionable. That means having your hair, your nails, your clothing, your makeup done. You're supposed to be interesting, engaging, a good mom, a good spouse, plan date nights, keep up with your emails, your social media platforms, and the 10,000 pictures you have sitting on your phone. Make dinner, clean it up, do the laundry, clean up the house. Yes, your Christmas decorations are still up at the end of January. Plan tomorrow's lunch or dinner for your family. If you have kids, manage their activities, their school, their homework, their projects, their friends, their social life, all while staying in contact with your friends and family. And the list goes on and on. Does it sound exhausting? Well, It is. And there is no way you can do all these things every day, nor should you. And I challenge you, and I guarantee that your partner or your husband or your spouse daily list consists of wake up, get ready in 10 minutes, go to work, eat, watch TV, go to bed. That's it. There's about five things on your spouse's daily to-do list. And so many of us are just bogged down with trying to do all of this. And when I suggest to friends and family and clients like, hey, have you thought of getting your groceries delivered? Or, hey, have you thought of somebody 
to clean your house or, hey, that basement that you've been complaining about for a year, have you thought of maybe getting an organizer over for an hour and helping you kick that project off? I get the stink eye immediately. Everyone looks at me. I get the hater look. And I know what they're thinking. They're all saying, well, I don't have the money or the career that you have. And, you know, I can't afford to do these things. So why are you even mentioning it to me? And, you know, a part of that statement might be true, but I'm going to challenge the rest of the statement. And we're going to talk about some of the myths that we tell ourselves. So myth number one, the myth of why should I pay someone else to do something I can do? Well, I challenge you and ask you a question in return. Were you put on this earth to do everything? After working 40 plus hours a week, managing remote schooling and cooking dinner, do you really want to spend four hours a weekend cleaning your house? No, nobody does. Yet people do. Why? They don't want to pay someone to clean. They don't want somebody else in their house. That person doesn't clean as good as they do. Blah, 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 blah. And I understand the general economics of this decision. However, I challenge you to think about what you could be saving by spending this money. You're spending the money. What are you getting in return? I'll tell you your ROI, your return on investment when you're spending money to have somebody help you or clean your house is huge. Think of this. Instead of spending four hours a week in cleaning your house, you could work more, work on your side hustle, bill more hours at work, or I don't know, enjoy a hobby, all those pictures that you have, you could scrapbook or read a book or take a nap or how about this? Enjoy your life. Are you sitting down for hours on end like your spouse is watching TV with their feet up? Probably not. And can you really put a dollar amount on that? Remember, getting sick is expensive. It is no joke. You're saving this money, saving this money, but at the same time, you're grinding yourself into the ground, you're miserable, you're tired all the time, you're eating unhealthy, you're not sleeping well. That, my friends, is a huge trade-off, and that's what you're trading off. Your mental health is equally, if not more important, than your physical health. Instead of saving $150 a week on yourself, could you possibly spend it on yourself and reap a greater reward, that being your sanity. And I understand the economics, but I challenge you. You can afford to spend money on a cleaning service, even if it's just once a month or only cleans half of your home. I have a friend who has a service come in once a month to clean the downstairs of her house. Or I have another friend that has a service that just comes in and cleans her bathrooms and kitchen because those are time consuming. I mean, you can buy a Roomba, that can automatically vacuum for you, which I highly recommend. But a smart woman once told me, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. And in my case, so I have someone clean our house and I'm proud to say that. People say that in shame, like, oh, don't tell anybody, but I have someone clean my house. Great, that's fantastic. In my case, I use the extra time that I save on cleaning to work on the fun parts of my business, like creating content, filming videos, or how about this? On the weekends, sometimes I get a massage, take a nap, have lunch with the girlfriend, or I just chill out. I work a ton. I do a ton of things to keep my son healthy, safe, and fed. I could not do what I do professionally 
and spend the weekends trying to catch up on all the personal stuff in my house. I couldn't do it. It would be a recipe for disaster. Now, yes, technically I could do it, but I would be a miserable human being. And to me, that's just not worth the cost. Myth number two, I have friends that say, well, I have to do everything because if I don't, I feel guilty. Stop, stop right there. So many women walk around with their busy badge because they have to do everything. Their partners can't go grocery shopping, cook or clean because it's not to their liking. Just stop. This level of control is going to kill you, whether it's emotionally and or physically. There's no need to worry about whether your partner's vacuuming properly or cooking. Who cares if he throws in a frozen pizza once in a while? It's not going to kill you or your kids. It's one less thing you have to do. You've got to relinquish that control. And it's hard. I'm a control freak. I like things done a certain way. I squawk at my husband occasionally about why can't you do it better? But trust me, you've got to relinquish that control. And it won't kill you or your kids. And speaking of kids, your partner, here's a friendly reminder, is your kid's father. Let him take on an active role in their lives. Let him buy their birthday gifts or dress them or do their hair or make their lunches. You make dinner every damn day. Make him make their lunches. They can do it, ladies. They just don't because A, we don't let them. B, we don't trust them. C, we nag the hell or critique them. And then they just go into shutdown mode. And remember, ladies, as I said earlier, when we were comparing our to-do lists, men have time. He can do it, I guarantee. And most men are happy to do it. Number three myth that we tell ourselves of why we can't spend money. So as anyone who knows me knows, I'm the queen of Instacart. I get everything delivered. Can't tell you the last time I've been into a grocery store or a drug store or anywhere. I buy most of my clothes online. I buy mostly everything online. I go to a store mostly for pleasure. I love to go to TJ Maxx or Home Goods and look. Like that's a sport to me in the winter. And yeah, they have online, but it's just not as fun. But everything else is automated and delivered to my front door. So the age old question, why should I do this? Why should I pay more when I could just go do it myself? Well, because you're wasting your mental and physical energy on this task. Now let's look at the math. I'm a lawyer, so I'm not good with the numbers. So I had to break this out. But an annual membership to Instacart costs $99, right? We don't seem to have a problem paying for Amazon Prime because that's worth it, right? Yeah, we're all shaking our heads. Well, why isn't Instacart worth it at $99? Divide this by 52 weeks of the year, and that's $1.90 per week that you're spending for somebody to bring the groceries to you. And yes, I know, there's a small markup on some of the food costs. And when all is said and done, I've calculated that it probably averages about an additional $8 a week on my grocery deliveries. Eight bucks a week, I don't have to go to the store. I don't have to do any of that. And groceries are delivered quickly and easily. I don't have to go anywhere. Okay, so those of you that are number nerds are like, well, that's $416 a year that you're paying extra. Why would you do that? And I know that sounds like a lot of money, but is there somewhere else you can cut eight bucks a week from your spending? Your daily coffee? I don't know, everybody and their brother has six streaming services now, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Now there's Disney Plus, Discovery Plus. Cut one of those, ladies. There's your grocery delivery. If you're a professional, do you realize 
that two plus hours a week that it takes to go to the grocery store, shop, load the groceries, unload them, put them away. You're doing all of this to save eight bucks a week. I could spend those two hours a weekend and further my businesses, enjoy my friends or family, and enjoy a well-deserved $8 nap. To me, that sounds like a good idea. And when my son was younger and all of us moms were dying of exhaustion because their kids wouldn't sleep, I can't tell you the number of people that said to me, I'd pay 50 bucks to take a nap right now. And that sentiment has stayed with me all these years because it's true. So ladies, listen, I know you're all rolling your eyes. I know there's a little bit of the hater in you saying, this is ridiculous. Why would I spend extra money on this stuff? Well, I'll tell you why. I'm living proof that I have spent money to go faster and I've been able to scale my business. I've been able to be in my son's life in a meaningful way. I've been able to travel five or six times a year. And why is that? Some of the places where I spend money to go faster in my business have had huge economic rewards. For example, when the border was open and it wasn't COVID, I used to go to Toronto or parts of Canada at least once a month. Now that's about, you know, without traffic on a good day, which is tough in Toronto, that's about a two hour drive each way. So total time in the car, four hours. Well, I would get a car service and pay somebody to drive me up there. And people are like, that's insane. You can drive yourself. Well, you know what, ladies, my response to that is it's insane for me during a work day to spend four hours driving when I can be sitting in the car working for four hours, bringing my hotspot, my laptop, staying current on my emails, not getting buried, focusing on preparing for the meeting, looking good when I get out of the car, not have to worry about driving around in downtown Toronto, finding parking spots. I mean, for me, the money was completely justified because I could work during that time. And, you know, a lot of people have looked at me sideways on that one. But one of my good friends who came with me when we got a car service one time said to me, you know what, this is the smartest money I've ever spent because now I'm not going to lose half a day at the office. So I've done that. I'll continue to do things like that over and over again. I use a delivery service for everything, meaning that if I have a gift to go out to a friend or family member, there's a local delivery service that will take something to someone's house for 12 bucks. Now, it's important for me to nourish and develop my relationships with my friends and families. They should get timely birthday gifts, and they do. Why? Because I send them out by delivery. It's these little tiny things that add up. So I challenge you to challenge your thinking. Don't be a hater. Don't roll your eyes and say, oh, Rosanna Burr is ridiculous. She just spends money on stupidity and expects everyone else to. I want you to challenge that thinking. And if you don't find ways to shorten your to-do list, you're going to suffer greatly. Remember, I have a teenager. I've grown this business. There have been times in my life when I haven't spent money to go faster and I've been absolutely miserable. And I know this sounds extreme, but it's true. For those of you that have kids, you didn't have them to be miserable and cranky all the time because you're so, quote unquote, busy. And plus, what are you teaching them? The person who saves the most money and shops the most at Wegmans and dies miserable wins? Is that really what you want your children to learn from you and be like, oh, we never did anything on the weekends because my mom was busy cleaning the house and buying groceries. Now, I'm not knocking that. If that's your thing, that's your thing. There's so many women I know out there that just won't give themselves that permission. And I know we're in all different financial positions, and I'm not downplaying that. 
We're in the middle of a pandemic, an economic crisis, a recession. I understand that. But what I'm asking you to do this week is to do an inventory of your daily or your weekly to-do list and see what you can outsource, delegate, get rid of, spend money to go faster. Think about that. Think about that. Sounds ridiculous. Think about it. It's the only way to make strides in your personal and professional life. You can save your money, save your money, be in a rut, be miserable. That's a choice too. But we live in a world of modern conveniences. It has never been easier to automate and make your life easier. My late mother would have done anything to have the prepared food section at Wegmans at her disposal. She used to make potato salad in the summer and be miserable. You got to boil the potatoes. You got to peel them. You got to cut the onion. You got to cut the celery, blah, blah, blah. It was this production. And every time I go to Wegmans and buy that $6 tub of potato salad that isn't as good as my mother's, but I don't care. I think of her and I think, man, she would totally spend six bucks to have this in her life. And there's my memory of her being miserable. Now, obviously, she was a very wonderful, warm, engaging person, but she hated those things. And that's okay. So stop living your life like it's the 1990s. We have all this stuff at our disposal. Embrace it. Use it. It's okay to make an investment in you. I guarantee if little Johnny came home and said he wanted guitar lessons and they were 25 bucks a week or 50 bucks a week or dance classes or a class trip to Washington, D.C., you'd find that money. It's okay to make an investment in you. It's okay to spend money to go faster. So ladies, there you have it. Until next time, stay on that high wire and keep on keeping on. Make it a great day.